they asked, hey, can you get the mail as you go past it? Right? My, my mom asked it because she was visiting. I said no, <laughs> and because I don't want to go back into like old ways. To me, that's like a downgrade of my life. I want to be like functioning and optimizing like I'm a billionaire and like the best in the world at what I do. And I'm like, I, I wouldn't be doing, I wouldn't be getting the mail if I was Elon Musk, even if I could. So I'm not going to do it. So it's kind of this weird backwards way of thinking about it. Most of you probably won't agree or understand or know, maybe many of you will because you're entrepreneurs and you get it, but most people won't. My name's Rudy Moore, host of Living the Red Life podcast, and I'm here to change the way you see your life in your earpiece every single week. If you're ready to start living the red life, ditch the blue pill, take the red pill, join me in Wonderland and change your life. Guys, welcome back to another episode of Living the Red Life. Today, I'm going to talk about stupid ways that I save time. Now, this will be a bit of a silly, ridiculous episode, but the, the point behind this is showing you how obsessed I am with maximizing my time. And, you know, in life, we talk about this a lot, and I speak about this a lot myself, too. Your biggest enemy isn't your competition. Your biggest enemy isn't yourself. Your biggest enemy really is your time. And then, obviously, how you spend that time and what takes up your attention. So, I've become I'm very obsessed with maximizing my time. And don't get me wrong, I've still got ways to go where there's ways I could be optimizing my time. But I do believe my obsession around time maximization, which has gone on for like the last, probably since I was like 20 years old or even 18, I've been like really obsessed with it, has helped me get where I am today, right? I'm, you know, in my early 30s, built a lot of big companies um, and had relatively good success. And, you know, I'm still only 1% of the way in my journey um, in my eyes but still I've done a lot compared to most people and I think there's obviously a lot of things that go into that but one of the biggest denominators is time and I you know shot another podcast episode that a lot of people enjoyed a couple of weeks back which was um, dead time and why hobbies are killing your success and I really do believe that's true but I want to do a little more granular one a little more fun and stupid one on like crazy ways that I optimize my time. So I'm going to just give you like a bunch of different ones. They'll all just be 20, 30, 45 seconds each where I talk about them. But hopefully the, the underlying purpose and serving of today's episode is A, you can maybe take some of these and apply them into yourself. They are real tactics. Some of them are silly, <laughs> but some of them are actually really, you know, useful and more mainstream that you can use. But again, the underlying part is take away my obsession around that because I think that obsession around around time is why I can get so much done, why I can run so many companies, why I can be filming a TV show in LA half the week and then be running all these companies the other half of the week and running all these celebrity projects with my celebrity partners and speaking on stages and still finishing my day at 6, 7 p.m. Um, and going home and having the evening three, which I didn't used to do. You know, I used to work 16 hours a day straight. Now I actually have uh, I take most of the weekends, not off, but most of the weekends I'm free. And even most of the evenings I'm free when I'm not, you know, traveling at events. So let's dive in. Stupid ways uh, that I save time and optimize my time. So the first one, which I did this morning is I, and like I said, some of these will be silly, but I always call an Uber and a Lyft at the same time. Okay. And, and I also, I never drive. So I have five cars, <laughs> believe it or not. I have five cars, but I haven't drove a car for many, many months. And for the last few years, I rarely drive the car or any of the cars. But anyway, back to the Uber and Lyft. So I don't drive. I Uber and Lyft everywhere because I can be working in the back and focused. But then I always call an Uber and a Lyft and I call whatever is fastest. So I call both and then I cancel. 
um, <laughs> whichever one loses, right? Um, and I'm always planning ahead. So if I know I'm about to leave a meeting or I'm about to leave the office or I get to the airport, as soon as I land at the airport and I board the plane, first thing I do is call the Uber or Lyft so they're there when I get there. And so I'm always planning ahead. I'm always calling the Uber and Lyft, and then I'm can and then I'm canceling whichever one loses. And sometimes they both come at the same time. Like I left the uh, film studio in LA this weekend on Sunday night, and I called both of them, and uh, they came at the exact time, and I forgot to cancel one. So it was like literally, I walk out the studio. It's like 10 p.m. at night, and they're both right there. And you know, it's like my profile picture on Uber and Lyft is me in all the red. So it wasn't like, is this the guy? I was like, this is definitely the guy. <laughs> you know, um, so just. Uh, uh, silly things like that but the, you know those five or ten minutes are a lot to me and and I hate like the the pause right the five or ten minutes waiting I'm like kicking my heels and like you know just on my phone scrolling aimlessly because I don't I'm like killing time so that that is an obs a bit of an obsession um, and something that I get really upset about if for some reason they're later um, but also the bigger picture of that is Uber. Why do I Uber and Lyft and I have five cars, but I don't drive? It's because of my obsession around time in the car, right? So I guess, um, number two, right, is I don't drive. I have five cars and I don't drive, um, because I'm very obsessed with um, working in the car and I came to a realization that the few times I did drive, I would be on my phone or trying to do stuff on my phone and multitask. I'm like, hey, this isn't safe um, and it's not worth the risk. So, and I just can't help myself. So I was like, I'm just not gonna drive anymore. So it's not like I, I you know, I didn't mind driving, um, but yeah, I just don't drive anymore. So I'm always working in the car. Um, I have two iPhones, um, always have power chargers because I hotspot and I actually work on my laptop if it's like a longer trip, like an hour or two hours. Um, obviously, most of the business I run from my phone. So number two is quit driving, okay? Don't get a driver, get someone else to drive Uber. You know, I have staff drive me and stuff, have a driver occasionally, then I Uber and Lyft. So there's the first two. Number three in terms of how I optimize my time. I have a very purposeful morning. So I have a pretty clear morning routine. I get up, I go straight to the gym. I don't do a bunch of the whole like big morning routine stuff that's, that takes like an hour. I don't necessarily need it and I kind of just get straight in the zone. Um, so I'm in the gym and I'm checking, catching up on Slack and messages between sets. Um, and then I'm, I'm kind of out the gym in 30 minutes and then I have my morning blocked for like for the first three, four hours of the day at all meetings. So I try and block everything. First three, four hours, I'm doing all my department meetings. So I'm basically meeting with most departments once a week, but my marketing team is like three times a week because it's marketing and I'm great at it. I did used to do less, but then I got to a point where I realized it was going downhill. So I'm, I'm doing more now. So I spend my morning kind of setting everyone up for the day and doing big reviews. So like today, for example, I had my uh, weekly recruitment meeting. So I had my recruiter, HR manager, HR director, COO, and all my department heads on a 40 minute call. And they pre and we, we're recruiting for about 12 positions. So they have a slide each and they present to me, hey, Rudy, we had 50 applicants last week. We did 37 round one interviews. We did seven uh, secondary interviews. We made four hires last week, blah, 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 right? So they're all presenting and I ask questions. I say, we need this job posted. We need this person hired. I need to do final interviews with these four people. So that was earlier. Then before that, I had a HR meeting with my head of people, uh, my COO and my HR manager. And we went through some staff problems, any staff disciplinaries, hiring, new onboarding, 
all of those things. Um, and then before that, I had um, a, market, a marketing meeting. And then before that, I had a morning call huddle with the whole company where we go for all the stats and data. So it's kind of like purposeful. Then I block this. Then I have a couple of final interviews. Um, and that's, you know, that's my day, right? And then in the afternoons, I am more free to do like um, creative planning, big picture stuff, content. Um, I do a live uh, occasionally, like live Zoom, that sort of thing. So number three is blocking your day, right? And being purposeful with how you block your day. I find when you don't have, I even block stuff that's not cool. So I'll do, hey, 30 minutes, I've got to review all the applicants. 30 minutes, I need to plan this marketing campaign. So I always try and block stuff out because when you don't have blocks and things roll, and I like to roll things into the next thing because again, I think there's a lot of dead time loss between um, all these little next steps, right? So next thing, how uh, silly ways that I optimize my time is Instacart. So I don't think anyone should go to the grocery store if you want to be successful. I think it's one of the biggest time killers. You're looking at probably 90 minutes to go to the grocery store. You've got 10, 20 minute, you know, 10 minute drive, for example, five minutes to get in there, get your cart, got to go around. You always end up buying more, buying random stuff unless you're super disciplined. Then you have to go to the checkout. It's like, that's what like normal people do. If you want to be rich and successful, like you, you'll see celebrities in grocery stores occasionally buying stuff. And like, but I don't think you're going to see Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson in grocery stores that often, right? Just because it's not what a high performer does. You don't see the NBA teams and the NFL players and all that in grocery stores shopping because there's better ways to use your time. So I'm pretty against grocery stores. Um, and uh, I Instacart pretty much every day. So like when I land, for example, even my assistant will Instacart like protein shakes and monster energy drinks and protein bars and waters and Gatorades to my hotel or I'll do it in my car in my, you know, when I'm getting the Uber. Um, <clears throat> because even just little things like I used to go to a CVS or a Walgreens on the way to the hotel or the next morning. And it's like, hey, that's another 20 minutes you just lost of your day when you could have been working out or you could have been in 20 minutes. I can plan like a big campaign that could make me $20,000 through email. Right. And it's those little things, those little changes that add up to success over a year. Right. Those little sacrifices. So I'm basically, as you can start to tell from this episode, I'm getting rid of anything that um that isn't optimizing me for success. So next thing is I've always got something in my ear. So what I mean by that is uh, not a not a bug or a beetle or anything nasty in my ear. I mean an AirPod, right? Uh, and I have, you know, in, in uh, here, I have about four packs of AirPods on me at any one time. I got them all out in the... Uh, in the uh, movie studio uh, this weekend, actually, I just put them on a desk because I was trying to organize them and charge them. And the producers were laughing because I think I had five sets of AirPods with me um, because I always want something in my ear and they die and I lose them all the time. I'm on my 29th pair of AirPods, I think now. Um, but why do I do that? Well, I'm always either calling someone, um, sending voice memos to teams and people, or listening to a podcast and audio book. To me, anytime I'm not learning or implementing something, I'm losing time, right? And I'm obviously within reason, like, you know, I have maybe 30 minutes in the morning and at the gym I'll put music or motivational videos or something on, right? And obviously at night, 7 p.m., I have, I don't, I cut off and then I'm having films and TV in the background and I'm working 
while the films and TV are on in the background because I like to work, I like to do stuff. But within the day, I'm generally either in meetings, in Zooms, on with client, on with friends, partners, or whatever, um, on with my C-suite, or I'm listening to podcasts or audiobooks, okay? And occasionally music and stuff, you know, so it's not all day. But that's another way that I think a lot of people lose time. It's time where you could be learning or uh, improving yourself and doing personal development. So that's another one. Now, next one, uh, silly ways. <laughs> Another silly ways is I basically got rid much to like my wife and my mom and like uh, normal people. They probably think I'm arrogant and um, stuff, but I basically got rid of anything that's mundane around the house. So like I don't go to the mailbox. Like even if I'm like going to the gym, passing the mailbox, I just don't do it. I don't like, you know, organize closets and trash. I Like I've not changed, I've not done ironing or washing or stacked a fridge or done my closet stuff or changed a trash can or like tidied for a couple of years now um just because and, and sometimes it's like a two-minute job and i might but for me even if i can do it i don't like if i like two days ago or last week or something i was going to the gym and going past the mailbox and I have my assistant open the mail every day, and for she, I mean, it was the weekend. She wasn't there, and um, they asked, "Hey, can you get the mail as you go past it?" Right? My my mom asked it because she was visiting. Um, I said no, <laughs> and because I don't want to go back into like old ways. To me, that's like a downgrade of my life. I want to be like functioning and optimizing, like I'm a billionaire and like the best in the world at what I do. And I'm like, I I wouldn't be doing, I wouldn't be getting the mail if I was Elon Musk, even if I could. So I'm not going to do it. So it's kind of this weird backwards way of thinking about it. Most of you probably won't agree or understand or norm. maybe many of you will because you're entrepreneurs and you get it, but most people won't. Um, but that's just kind of how I am. And I know it's kind of weird, but I'm just like, I'm living like I'm more successful almost than I am and operating that way because I believe that's how you'll get that way, right? Like if you operate like you're a bodybuilder and super healthy, you'll become healthier. If you operate like you're a fat slob and unhealthy and going to die of a heart attack next year, then you're going to probably get sick and ill and overweight, right? So I always try and like operate like the person I want to become. Um, and that's another tip for you. That's a bonus tip that wasn't on today's episode plan. So I'm, I'm killing all mundane tasks basically is what I'm saying. Next thing is restaurants. Um, I eat out most nights traveling and stuff, but I'm very intentional there. Like, and like, if it's a sit down dinner, nice with friends, it takes however long it takes because you're having fun networking. But if it's just like, hey, it's just me at a business event or me and my wife or me and my, a couple of my staff because we're like grabbing food between events and stuff, I'll um, walk straight in get the menu and I'll ask the waiter to come over and I'll order every, I'll say hey wait, wait wait and then I'll look at the menu and they'll be like oh let me come back I'm like no 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 just wait and I'll order my drinks apps and food right away and I always tell them in the restaurant unless it's like a sit down nice restaurant like I said and I'm with friends if it's just like more of getting food because I'm on the go between events and shoots and meetings then what I'll do is I'll tell them I have a hard out hey I need to order now so I set expectations. I actually go to the front when they sit you. I say, hey, I've got a meeting in 45 minutes. Can you get me in and out by then? They say, let me check. So then they already go and tell the waiter in kitchen. And then the waiter comes over and he already knows I'm in a rush, even if I'm not always in a rush. And then he sits down. And I say, hey, I think they told you, but I have a meeting in 45 or six. I normally say 60 minutes, 45 or 60 minutes. So can you just wait? I know what I want already, even if I don't know what I want. And I scan it. I go, oh, that, 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 that. Great. And then I um, 
<coughs> order drinks and so and if I have dessert, I order it when the entree comes and when the entree comes, I already ask for the check or the bill, which again, I know is backwards. Most people are like, oh, that's rude, you shouldn't do that. And again, I don't do that if it's like a nice sit down dinner, it's just more if it's uh, staff and you know a couple of friends and we're just in and out. And then I'll sign and pay the check. And even when they bring the check, um, I give them the card before they give me the check because then it's like they, they kind of double up everything. They bring you the check, then they come back, they get your card, and it's like, no, just take it and take my money. I don't need to see the bill. I know the price roughly, okay? So little things like that. Uh, and it's things that take up a lot of my time, right? So if I eat out most of the time, in restaurants, like that's an hour a day. And if it's 90 minutes versus an hour, that's a 30 minute difference. And sometimes I'll even work in the restaurant if it's just a casual thing, right? So that's another way that I look to optimize my time. So look, there's, I could go on, I'm gonna do more of these on Instagram if you enjoy hearing these ridiculous ways to optimize my time. But hopefully the takeaway here is yes, I'm ridiculous. We all know that I wear a big red fluffy coat in Miami and Florida. So we already established that going into today. But hopefully for you, it's like, that, that level of obsession, I do believe, is what it takes to be like ultra successful. And not everyone's obsessed in that manner in time, but like in different ways, right? A lot of athletes, they only will wear a certain type of sock when it's game day or a certain type of wristband or something. So those obsessions exist generally with everyone. Um, I, th I think one final bonus, I learned this from Elon Musk, is he only has meetings with at least five or six people, or it's Jeff Bezos, I don't remember. So I'm generally the same too. I try not, unless it's my COO or like a C-suite, I try and only have meetings with at least five people because I want to disperse my knowledge and ideas to more people, right? But becoming obsessed with your time and even not obsessed, but optimizing your time, guys, it's going to make you more successful. And I actually think you'll be a happier person because when your time spent being productive, we're built in our DNA. We're literally hardwired to have be happier when we know we're getting further ahead in life and we're productive. And we actually become more miserable and depressed when we aren't having stuff that fulfills us and doing stuff where our life's progressing forward because we're built that way. That's why we've adapted and grown as a civilization is because we're hardwired to be happier when we're evolving. So you'll actually be happier, I think, when you optimize your time. And here's the thing to just remember. The mundane stuff that everyone does is what everyone does who has an average life and an average earnings of 60 grand a year or 50 grand a year, whatever the average salary is. So the idea of doing average but wanting to be exceptional literally doesn't go together. So don't think you have to do those things if you're trying to achieve excellence, right? They literally don't go together. So optimize your time, become more obsessed, become more ridiculous, it's okay, because you'll build this great life for yourself and achieve greatness, which most people won't, right? So go all in, um, you might not get as ridiculous as me, but I hope a few things helped, I hope it reframed how you look at your day, and I hope you can use this to optimize your time, to have more fulfillment, to achieve more, and to impact more lives. Until next time, keep living the red life. I gotta go, because my 20 minutes are up, I'll see you guys soon.